0: Welcome to Sweet Spot, where hoteliers check in and we check out what's trending in hotel marketing. I'm your host, Ryan Embry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Sweet Spot. I am your host, Ryan Embry, and today is my pleasure to introduce Amber Wojcik. Amber is our marketing coordinator at Travel Media Group, as well as the author of many of our blogs and white papers. Good morning, Amber. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Let's jump into our What's New segment. Today, we're going to be looking at a recent article on TNews, which forecasts that private accommodations and vacation rentals are expected to hit almost 20% of the overall share of global room bookings in 2018. That is significantly higher than previous years. In 2014, that number was 16%. And in 2016, that grew up to 18%. So since private accommodations are taking almost a fifth of the market share, major travel resources like OTAs and TripAdvisor are making space for them on their websites and making them a priority. So Amber, what I want to talk about today is about the recent changes that we are seeing when it comes specifically to TripAdvisor and vacation rentals.
1: Yeah, I think a big indicator of this trend coming to say was when Expedia purchased HomeAway back in 2015. And now we're seeing that TripAdvisor is making some big moves to make it easier to search for private rentals when people are looking for hotels. We've learned that now in TripAdvisor, when you search for a hotel, you might also see BNBs, hostels, inns, and other kinds of accommodations in the results along with hotels. We're seeing this displayed differently when we try different searches, so I think they might be testing the ways they wanna show this, but I wouldn't be surprised that they start integrating vacation rental section even more.
0: So you're saying when a user would go to TripAdvisor and input a city or region, now B&Bs and rentals will appear in the main feed along with hotels?
1: Yes, exactly. Um, So there's some filters on the side that change uh, how you search for things, but we're also seeing them just showing up along with the hotels. Um, Another thing I think is worth considering is that a big barrier that people have had to booking rentals has been that you need to submit a request and wait for an owner to approve it. We're hearing now that booking.com is making rentals instantly bookable soon, like a hotel which could have a big impact, and I would assume that other OTAs would follow suit. So basically now, if you're a hotel, you're not only competing for visibility and reservations with all the other hotels near you, but also with other accommodation types.
0: So this article really gets into how competitive hotels are now going to have to be against these vacation rentals, and with the influx of b and and other rental properties gaining more and more exposure to travelers, there's a huge potential for significant visibility change for your hotel, and it could be positive or negative. With the rise of sites and apps like Airbnb, HomeAway, VBRO, and other vacation rental platforms, travelers have more options than ever. But unfortunately for hoteliers, that means there's more competition than ever which is actually a great segue into today's sweet spot topic. Today we are going to focus on hotels going head-to-head against vacation rentals. I want to start off this segment by examining the mindset of a modern-day traveler and their view of private accommodations and vacation rentals. Amber, what makes this type of lodging so appealing and attractive to travelers today?
1: So I think there's really two ways of coming about this. Um, of travelers that really enjoy vacation rentals one is a niche that airbnb has really zeroed in on which is the experiential travel so they have whole sections on their website about experiences to have in a city um, and the ability to try and see a place like a local by living in a home and not you know in a hotel But on the other hand, studies have shown time and time again that still the most influential factor on booking is still price. And at the end of the day, rentals can often accommodate more people at a much lower price point per person, especially in a big city. And if you're budget minded, you might like the idea of having a kitchen instead of eating out for every meal in a city or having access to a washer and dryer in your own room instead of a hotel where you'd have to pay for all of these things separately. So now
0: that we've heard what the what's attractive to travelers when it comes to private accommodations, what are the drawbacks of vacation rentals versus your typical hotel stay from a traveler's point of view?
1: I think as a traveler, there's definitely certain perks that you kind of get used to at a hotel that when you rent a house, you can kind of miss. Um, at a hotel, it's great to have housekeeping to be able to come back at the end of the day to a clean room. There's a front desk person you can contact at any time instead of having a homeowner that you don't know if they'll answer your calls and emails if you have an issue. Um, And really importantly, you know that you have a safe place to park when you're not sure if you can find street parking near your home. And this is really rare, but there have been pretty bad incidents where something awful happens at a home because the building isn't regulated, inspected, and insured like hotels are. Um, and again, from the cost standpoint, there can actually be a lot of hidden fees when you're renting. Um, you start seeing the nightly rate when you're trying to book, but then when you go to check out, there's additional cleaning fees and damage deposits. And to me, the worst thing is the cancellation policies can be really strict. On some, a renter will lose half of the fee that they paid up front if they cancel.
0: Absolutely. And you just don't seem to have those problems with hotels.
1: Yeah, Definitely.
0: It is critical for hoteliers to understand both the benefits and the drawbacks for travelers when it comes to private accommodations and vacation rentals so that they can better position themselves to compete against them, which actually leads us into our Q&A segment this week. As a reminder, our Q&A segment is where we take questions from hoteliers and listeners and answer them live on air. So the question of the week we got actually from a GM from California, Jason. And he's having uh, a very big issue with competing with these Airbnbs. And he asked, how can I better compete with companies like Airbnbs that are taking my travelers?
1: That's a really great question. Um, I think to start is going off of what I was just talking about of all those hidden fees. Really being transparent about your pricing can help a lot. Uh, People don't like surprises once they get to their booking pages. Um, So in addition to having up-to-date pricing on your website, also giving – having specials available or coupons or just different rates for groups like AAA um, and things like that to help you compete with the price-conscious travelers.
0: That's a great point. And another thing hoteliers can do and what they should do is make any sort of additional fees that – that the traveler' stay might incur um, very, very clear and transparent. like resort fees, for example, any additional parking fees. you definitely want to make that known to the traveler.
1: Yeah, exactly. And in addition, you can show value in other ways. even if your rooms cost more per night than a local rental. you know if you're including breakfast or other amenities, that can go a long way for a traveler.
0: And a great way to really show that value, like you're talking about, Amber, is utilizing social media. You know, we, we consult with hoteliers all the time about using social media to really show value to their travelers, um, showing things like valet parking. That's something that a lot of rentals are not going to offer. An on-site gym. These are um, things that you're going to have the advantage over vacation rentals and properties.
1: Yeah, you can definitely look even at your amenities that might seem really basic to you, but can make a huge difference. Um, If you're pet friendly, I feel like that's a huge draw to a hotel that a lot of rentals won't be. Um, And yeah, you can use social media to tell people about these things.
0: Another point I want to bring up, Amber, is when you mention one of the advantages uh, that comes with Airbnbs, travelers are looking for that unique local experience Hoteliers tend to forget, but they actually can offer this as well. They can highlight local attractions or restaurants. Sometimes they even provide shuttle service that is included in your hotel stay.
1: Yeah, you're right on that. Um, And I think hoteliers need to remember that they are a local resource for their guests who may have never been to this city before. You can go to local businesses and ask if you can send guests their way If they would give them a discount so that, you know, it's a win-win where you're helping a local business and you're helping your guests know something cool and interesting that they might not have found on their own.
0: That's a really good point. And you want to act as a concierge at your property, have your front desk agents, you know, hear what other travelers are saying about local places and share their experiences with incoming travelers that, like you said, have never been to the uh, city before.
1: Right. That's one of my favorite ideas for... I know it can be really hard for people to come up with social media content. And I think just going around and talking to some of your employees and asking where they like to go on the weekend, what their favorite local restaurant is, it can be a great conversation starter for the guests on the property and a great way to reference good things to do while you're visiting the hotel online.
0: And you even came up with a really cool idea for packages that hotels can offer.
1: Right. When you're building your packages on your website, you know, you might already have ones that include free breakfast or other amenities, but I would consider making one that's called Live Like a Local that uh, lets you, with your hotel, include tickets to a local attraction like an art museum or a winery or something like that.
0: That's a really great idea. And again, you can share those packages using social media or your website. You know, these are the things that really Airbnbs don't offer travelers.
1: That's right. And another perk of offering these things is that's going to help you result in better experiences for the guests and better reviews, which leads back to helping you to compete on those OTAs and TripAdvisor. And
0: I'm glad you brought up reviews because that's another way that Hoteliers can gain advantage over travel rentals or uh, private accommodations.
1: Right, since we were saying earlier that pretty soon hotels are going to be competing with all these other things, reviews are really going to be what's going to set you apart on TripAdvisor.
0: Yeah, and utilizing you know those certificates of excellence and star ratings, um, that's going to give you the advantage over a vacation rental that might not have as many reviews or experiences. So ultimately. You know, when we talked to Jason, we know that Airbnbs and these vacation rentals are rising, but there is still a huge opportunity to compete against these rentals by using these best practices and tips that we talked about today. If you're looking for some more information on these tips and best practices, Amber actually wrote a wonderful white paper, uh, which is included in our show notes. So if you are looking for some new ideas to compete against vacation rentals, definitely check that out. Again, we would love to hear from you, our listeners and hoteliers, uh, questions that we can answer live here on air. So if you have a question that you want answered about digital marketing or anything that has to do with hospitality, call or text us. Our direct line is 407-984-7455. That's 407-984-7455. We will read your question aloud on air and give you some really good insight. And that is our episode for today. I want to go ahead and thank Amber for taking the time.
1: Glad to be here.
0: Absolutely. And thank you for listening to sweet spot. We'll see you next time. To join our loyalty program, be sure to subscribe and give us a five star rating on iTunes. Sweet spot is produced by travel media group. Our editor is Ann Sandoval with cover art by Barry Gordon and content support by Amber Wojak. I'm your host, Ryan Embry, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.